The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So most of these mornings that I've come down to IMC for the last three years, um, the technology has mostly worked nicely. Um, sometimes there's been challenges. And, uh, and it's mostly working today. The standard of what works and doesn't work is, you know, is, uh, you know, optional, what we consider the standard. But, you know, I'm sorry that it's a little bit late and, and here we are at IRC. And, uh, but it's also, there's some uh, wonderful coincidence that uh, we were a little more, ch- I was challenged, we were challenged, I received some help here at IRC and other places with Kevin setting up the Zoom room. Thank you. Um, um, because what I want to talk about are challenges. And uh, our lives are full of challenges. And I think I'd like to do that for a while now in this, uh, these uh, teachings, morning teachings here. Um, last year, I went through... Um, I think it was Anapanasati last year that I did. And then the year before that, I did Satipatthana. And there's a way in which those, uh, often the teachings of the Dharma, uh, can easily kind of just give the presentation that it's just an easy thing to do. Some of the classic models of the path, the practice that the Buddha gives, doesn't really say anything about difficulties. You sit down and you just go through concentration states and things just unfold very nicely. But in fact, uh, for most people, maybe all people, this practice that we do and the life we live has challenges, lots of challenges. The Buddha has this wonderful kind of metaphor for the human suffering. He said that um, um, all the tears that you have shed in all your many lifetimes is greater than all the water in all the oceans. So that's a powerful statement about uh, the nature of this life of ours, the challenges, the suffering, that this, that uh, the losses, the griefs, that so, so much goes on in this life that's difficult. And uh, the Dharma practice has been designed in order to meet that to work with it, to heal it, to move through it, to be, discover freedom in the midst of this difficult world. And so I would like for a while now to talk about the, the Dharma practice um, in um, addressing the challenges we have. And if I can do this well, I think I'd like to do this a little bit like a progression, that uh, building a foundation for really looking at um, what is most difficult in our lives and most challenging in our hearts. Because uh, I think assume that most people carry in their hearts uh, deep challenges that uh, sometimes are buried for a long time, sometimes are very well known. And, uh, and to become really free in this Dharma practice is not to override those or to push those aside, but that he has to discover a freedom in all um, 
free everything within us. And maybe it's a lifetime journey, but it's a wonderful journey to be on. So last week I talked about uh, five different meanings of Dharma. Uh, Dharma as um, relatedness, Dharma as action, Dharma as truth, Dharma as teachings, and Dharma as transformation. And I'd like to use those same categories of the Dharma to talk more generally in introductory fashion this week about working with challenges. And uh, and uh, so for today, the, it's the topic of Dharma as relatedness. That uh, Dharma points to not so much to uh, things, not too much to the suffering as a suffering, but rather always we're asking the question, what is the relationship here? How are we relating to it? How is it relating to us? Uh, the first Dharma talk I, I gave uh, on an insight retreat when I was still in training to be a teacher was a Dharma talk about um, uh, the, uh, the importance of looking at our relationship that we have to our experience. Rather than fixing experience, rather than focusing on the experience as being the issue, um, to really uh, take into account how we relate to it. And uh, sometimes I've said that uh, there's only ever two things. There's what's happening and how we relate to what's happening. But for today, I want to say there are three things. There's what's happening. There's how we relate to it. And then what is it that supports us? to relate to it. What do we go to for support so that we can relate to things in an effective uh, way, to, in, a, in, a, in a useful way, in a healing way, in a beneficial way. But this idea of relatedness, what is, how are we relating to this? So if you have um, some challenge in your life, uh, it's easy to get pulled into the dynamics of the challenge and the relationships and the issues and what has to happen and what the concerns. But we can also step back and say, how am I relating to this challenge? And if we do that, we find out that uh, we might be relating to it with fear. And the fear is different than the challenge. But if we don't see that, then the fear kind of uh, it gets entangled with the challenge and inseparable from it. That makes it very much more difficult to deal with because there are these two things going on. There's whatever the challenge is, and then there's the fear. And, and then where do you put your attention? Do you deal with the, the issue or do you deal with your fear? So, for example, maybe not, not, not a great example, but something very silly, not silly, but simple, is um, if you're out driving, and you have a flat tire, and you're able to pull over safely on the side of the road. And so the challenge is how to get the tire prepared. But if there's fear that you can't do it, you'll be stuck here, no one will help you, then um, the, the practical question of what to do about the tire has not become entangled with the fear we have towards it. And the fear might be reasonable to have, but there are two different things. And so to ask yourself the question, what's the relationship I have to the flat tire? Oh, the relationship is fear. Is that the most useful relationship to have? Is there another relationship that's more useful to have? Maybe the better relationship is um, 
calling out your phone and calling for help or something. But but uh, when you ask when you answer the answer the question, what is my relationship to it? Then you have a chance to question: Is this the relationship I want to be acting on? Is this what takes predominance, or is there another relationship that might be more useful? If instead of being afraid, um, maybe I should be uh, mindful. Maybe this is a time when my mindfulness practice really comes to bear to really be mindful and present for the fear, so that uh, I stay balanced in the fear rather than losing my balance with it. So the question is, what is the relationship to the challenge? Can reveal a lot um, and can uh, begin to tease apart uh, the challenge from how we're experiencing what we're doing with it. And not a few times, uh, uh, large life challenges um, are made much more difficult because of how we're relating to it. And sometimes we relate to things uh, wonderfully. Sometimes there's a sense of uh, being counterphobic. We step towards the difficulties we have. We're curious. We say, well, let's find out what's happening here. Um, let, me look at, let, me, let me use this challenge as a place to understand myself better, to learn how to be more uh, patient, or learn how to be more compassionate, or learn how to be more wise or discerning or less caught. And so then we're bringing the relationship of practice to it. So how am I relating to this? And uh, point a finger to, point ourselves back to how I want to relate to it is I want to take it on as practice. And then the practice I trust. So then in, in the Dharma practice, we talk about then going for refuge. So, um, we, there's some, so there's a third thing. There's what's happening, how I'm relating to it. And then what is it that we want uh, uh, to support us in it? What's relating to us? And the Dharma, in a sense, is available as a support. And one of the clearest ways of that is the practice. Um, the practice supports us. We're, the practice has a relationship to us, which maybe is a little bit counterintuitive because I can feel like I'm the one who's practicing. I'm the one who's applying myself. And, um, and that could, yeah, that's true. But when you apply yourself in practice, um, the practice then responds. Something inside responds to honesty, to truth, to presence, to care, to compassion that we bring as we practice. Something responds. And that responsivity is something that's coming, uh, that's going to support us. And uh, there are times in life when we can't figure out what we can do for ourselves. Everything seems so difficult, so hard. And that's a time when Buddhists sometimes will go, go for refuge, will go and for the support of the Dharma. And it kind of can take the shape of, uh, this is hard. I'm not sure I can manage this, but I trust the practice. I trust the Dharma. And so I'm going to go for refuge to it. I'm going to rely on it. And, uh, and it doesn't mean that we become passive. It means that we still offer our practice to it, but we don't, we're not um, caught in the, in the, or frozen by, I don't know how to do it, or I don't know what's supposed to happen, or this seems impossible. Um, we trust there's something larger is holding us.
And it's not always obvious what that larger Dharma support will be. Um, and sometimes there's many, many different things depending on the circumstances. But uh, it's phenomenal that uh, for me in my life, how often I've been challenged where I didn't know what to do, didn't know what to say. And I, I took refuge in the practice. I took refuge in mindfulness to show up and be present. So much so that one of the greatest gifts uh, for me of doing this mindfulness practice, inside practice, is the phenomenal trust that I have in mindfulness practice itself. I trust the practice more than my own mind's ability to understand something or to figure things out or to uh, solve all the problems. But uh, I'll certainly do my best. But mindfulness means I'll show up and stay present. I'll stay with it and try to be honest. Try to feel and be present and recognize what's happening. Um, Stay in the present moment with this and really... Take it in what's happening. Don't turn away from what's happening, but also don't attack what's happening. Don't shut down. Don't despair. Don't collapse. The Dharma is a show up and uh, trusting it, trusting the mindfulness. And so this day of, uh, you know, related, the relatedness as part of the Dharma practice, we're in relationship. We're in relationship to ourselves, in relationship to our challenges, in relationship to the wider world, and it's in relationship to us. And something like the Dharma, the Buddha Dharma Sangha, or if that's language you don't care for, the mindfulness practice itself, um, there's a reciprocity there where we offer ourselves to the practice and then the practice supports us. And uh, it's a very fortunate thing here because uh, it was all up to our own abilities, our own intelligence. Or it'd probably be impossible for most of us to really work work with some of the huge challenges of life and death that this 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 uh, human life brings us. The degree of loss and betrayal and that we go through in this life, it can be huge. And so how to practice with it. So how do we, so what's our relationship to it? And, and what do we go for, for support? So we can relate to us and support us. So that's this word of the world of relatedness. And it's a protection against getting, against getting kind of solidified or frozen in the notion it's all up to me, it's all happening to me, it's all about me. It's all about them and what they're doing. There's something bigger going on here that belongs to the, the world of relatedness, the interrelatedness that we all live in. So um, uh, if you have challenge today, uh, whether it's small or large, even if it's small, don't overlook it. Even if it's so small that you can just kind of bypass it and not think about it. But if you have some challenges today, Ask yourself the question, how are you relating to it? That's not really part of the challenge, uh, but what's the relationship to it? And even if the challenge is internal to yourself, 
how are you relating to it? What are the beliefs? What are the attitudes? What are the desires that are coming to play in relationship to it? The emotions? And then is there something that you can, that will support you that's relating to you? Maybe the practice of mindfulness, maybe the Dharma, maybe this earth. Something else that uh, supports you, that makes it easier for you to go through it because you're not doing it alone. You have the support of Buddha, Dharma, Sangha. So um, I call upon all of this for myself today, a little bit because uh, I felt a little bit uh, confused sitting down here and making all this work. But uh, I trusted that uh, the Dharma here and we'd find our way. So here we are. So um, thank you. And uh, we'll see if we can make it uh, a little bit nicer, easier tomorrow. And if not, we'll just do it this way again. And uh, then Wednesday, I'll be, should be back at IMC. So thank you all. <laughs>